Welcome everyone to the Money Mentors Podcast. My name is Glenn Fairburn and as always I co-host this program with Nathan Lear. We're both directors and private client advisors at Hewlson Private Wealth, which is one of Australia's leading independent financial planning and wealth management firms. Um, the objective of our podcast is to improve financial awareness and financial literacy. Uh, this week, Nathan and I have a chat about what financial freedom means to you. Um, so really take a deep, deep dive into how you go about determining um, what financial freedom looks like, but also the things that you need to do in order to set yourself on the right path um, to achieve that objective. Um, so I, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Money Mentors podcast. Uh, this week we wanted to have a bit of a chat about financial freedom or financial independence, whatever you I suppose like to refer it to. Um, look, with regards to financial freedom, I, I, I suppose it can mean different things to different people. Um, for some people, it can mean you know the ability to buy something when they when they want to. Um, for other people, it's probably more about time, more about freedom to do what they want when they want. Um, Nathan, I suppose the one thing that prompted me to have a chat about this, I did write a blog about it during the week, but another thing that prompted me to have a bit of a discussion about it was I heard a, um, a new acronym last week. Have you heard the FIRE acronym? I haven't, no. <laughs> well, I, I hadn't heard of it either until last week. Apparently, it stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And apparently, it's a, it's a new theme for millennials. I don't know whether it just applies to millennials or not. I think most people would, if they could... Uh, you know, retire early. But I, I suppose just on that point, I think that in, in more recent years, we, we're probably seeing a lot more with clients now where the tradition of perhaps working till age 65, which is almost like the mandatory retirement age and then retiring and never working again, that, that seems to be changing a lot, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, people now, from what, from what I see, it's probably more about, you know, when when we talk about financial freedom, I think for a lot of the clients that I see, that that can mean just having enough wealth, perhaps, where you can stop full time employment and maybe still work part time, uh, maybe work on a voluntary basis, but perhaps do the things that you've wanted to do most of your working life and haven't had the time. Do, do you sort of see that with clients, or even just within your networks, that, that that's what people sort of view as that financial freedom, and that most people, when they talk about retirement, it isn't like just finishing work and, and never working again? I think it's over the past few years, there's definitely been a trend towards that that younger people, like the FIRE acronym you just spoke about. There's definitely been a trend towards younger people, you know, having that drive to, you know, not not, not to, you know, the tradition of the age. Um, but sorry, I mean, I've been trying to work out why and I think maybe it's a generational thing. Do you think it's like it's a very entrepreneurial generation? People like Gary Vee, you know, social networks, you know, a lot of, Young of embarrassing well, maybe in the days you know, so the world face, but young, yeah. do you reckon a lot of the girls are driven by that? Yeah, I was going to say, I think I can pinpoint social, uh, social media people, maybe kind of these images post about how they could live their life. It's a good thing if, if people motivate. Um, I don't know, in reality though, there's probably people that we don't get to get to, but I guess it's always good to, to have those aspirations. So, yeah, I was just going to say, I definitely find, found that it's uh, that's picked up in, uh, I don't know, the, the trend of retiring early is a lot more common. And, and I suppose with with well, one of the advantages social me- of social media like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, is that arguably it's never been easier to try and promote yourself. Um, I mean, you, you sort of hear about you know influencers and things like that where people have been able to 
create a personal brand a lot easier now than perhaps what they have been in the past because mm. I suppose in, in the past maybe it was you know mail outs and things like that which were obviously not 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 as effective as perhaps the social networks are today De- definitely uh, 100% how easy now is it to reach people instantaneously yeah that, that's that's so, such a good point because yeah think back even 10 20 years ago you just you just couldn't do it um, and, and now with you know, whether it's YouTube or Instagram, whatever the, 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 the social medium is, it's so easy to get your message out there. Yeah. So I think that, that would have played a big part in this. And I think, I mean, as far as terms and, 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 and things like that, I mean, obviously I mentioned FIRE, that, that, that new acronym, but also the whole, um, you know, theme around the side hustle where, you know, there's that in- attraction to work during the day and then have that other project on the side. And that, that's sort of becoming more and more common as well, isn't it? Where you know financial freedom or financial comfort or whatever it may be or financial independence is is really around a life by design isn't it where you can effectively you know never work a day in your life because you're doing what you really love and, and you just happens that you make money and you can you can design your lifestyle around something that you work with so I, I suppose for a lot of people that's what financial freedom can mean as well kind of like just doing something that you're really passionate about and it just so happens that you get a financial reward and and, and can live the life that you want to live. Yeah, I think the, the, the whole concept around financial freedom is very, it's a very um, personal thing and uh, you know, somebody, somebody might love their, their nine to five job as an employee and, and be happy to do that. You know, they love getting up, going to work, speaking to their work colleagues and they're more than happy to do that till they're 70, 80, whatever the age is. Um, so I think as we would always say with our clients, the, the first step is to actually understand what financial freedom means for you yeah definitely because there's no you know one financial freedom plan out there for everybody so um just just and it can be it can be as we know glenn as being advisors it can be a difficult uh a difficult what i say difficult conversation it can be hard for for clients to articulate what it actually means to them yeah like this whole concept around not you know not only financial freedom but just the goals and objectives piece um quite often clients haven't really thought about it when we sit down with them the first time so um i I honestly do think that that's the sign of a good advisor as well um i mean i've had clients come to see me and and i suppose in some ways you know after that initial discussion they can be surprised about the discussions that we're having because they may have been to another advisor and the main focus was around investment and portfolio construction and portfolio management which is an important part of financial planning but before you can even go down that path, it's important to sit down and actually, as you were saying, dig deep and, and find out what, what it is that you want to achieve. And it's not just a matter of saying, oh, I want, you know, I want to retire with $2 million, is it? Because that, that's a very shallow sort of objective and it's hard to really work with that. And ultimately, I think with a financial objective, unless you can articulate what that really means for you, then you, you, you can get to a point where you're not satisfied when you get to that level, can't you? Or you might be striving to something that is beyond what you do need to meet meet your objectives. Or, or, or in that example with two million, it could just be the wrong figure. Yeah. Um, you, you might determine with your advisor that you need you know, more or less than that, depending on, you know, if it's you, know, you want to spend a certain amount of money a year. But the client might say, "I just want to have two million dollars." Well, they could be off the mark. So it's important to break it down. Yeah, and I think it's important to sit back and really think about what does retirement look like for you, not just you know what's your objective it's what does it look like what are the things that you want to be doing do you want to be traveling if so 
you want to travel economy business class first class what places do you want to go to do you want to help your kids you know buy a house you want to you know pay for school fees for your grandchildren i mean these are all the things that you really need to feed into your overall plan and then you can work backwards and say well this is the amount of money that i'm going to be spending on a, on a year-to-year basis or whatever it may be therefore as a result of that what level of capital do i need that can provide that level of income without having to worry about what financial markets are doing and i know that's a real focus of what what we like to do with our clients is is almost have a situation where we take the market risk out of it don't we because you don't you don't want to be in a situation in retirement where you have to adjust your lifestyle just because markets i mean in you know, in the last few months or so, the markets have been extremely volatile. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're losing money. It just means, obviously, the markets are going up and down and have been quite, um, quite volatile. And it and it doesn't necessarily mean the income has been affected. So that's right. That's co- right. Conversations I've been having over the past few weeks with with some clients um, with a bit of a market downturn, ten percent or so down, is has your income been affected? And generally, the answer is no. Um, so that's yeah, that's an important thing to to bear in mind. I was just going to say with financial freedom, it's I mean the way ultimately I look at it is to be able to build a passive income stream. So I mean when I think of myself personally, so I can do the things that I want to do. Um, yeah. So that's 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 the hard part. I mean there's obviously a lot of a lot that goes into into that, but mm. ultimately build an income build wealth which generates income yeah. which then can I can use that income to live off and do the things that I want to do it's going to give me financial freedom or independence where I'm not beholden to you know working or, or yeah. any income from from physical that's right uh, physical work or whatever it might be or mental work you know yeah. just a job definitely and I think the passive income is probably the one part of the financial freedom financial independence that people talk about but it can also be earning enough money like through employment where you you know you perhaps you don't have any debts and, and you're earning enough money to do all the things that you want to do without having to have the stress of oh no maybe I can't do that I can't do this I can't do that um, but I think there does come a point where you know although we'd all love to work forever that you still need to think about financial freedom as something where what happens when you're not working anymore um, but yeah I mean it, it's it's different things to to different people. Um, what, what, what would, be, I suppose, our discussion be or our suggestion be for people who have sort of taken the time to sit down and map out what financial freedom means to them, what their objectives are? What, what's, what's the best step for them to take in order to get to that or to achieve that objective? I, I'm not sure if this is where you want it to go, but I, I think definitely seeking advice is, yeah. is, is a good thing because it, it can be challenging doing this by yourself and um, I mean, if you're early on the journey and you've got, you know, things like debt, de- I mean, debts are going to, non-deductible debt, for example, a mortgage is going to make it really hard for you to be financially independent. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's probably an obvious starting point. If you have a mortgage, yeah, pay off the mortgage as quick as you can and, you know, put a plan in place with, with, with your advisor to do that. You know, but at the same time, you've got to start building wealth and that's where, you know, things like superannuation and, and all that come into it. So, I think, you know, the first step I'd say is once you've, understood the your goals and objectives and what you know what that whole financial independence piece looks like for you go and seek that advice yeah it's it's definitely once you understand your objective it's really planning for it isn't it what do you need to do yep. today tomorrow over the next number of years to help you achieve that B- goal build, build a plan yeah i mean they, they, they say failing to you know failing to yep. plan is planning to fail so you, you need that plan and, and i yeah i mean it's like anything 
you know the analogy that I often use is that even the best sports people in the world have coaches like you see professional tennis players I mean there's probably some examples where they don't have coaches but um, you know professional basketball Nick, Nick, Nick Kyrgios yeah. no, sorry <laughs> had to jump in with that yeah, one. and we all know what's happening there so yeah I mean the best athletes in the world have coaches and, and I think a lot of the time the reason they do that is to set a plan hold them accountable to their objectives um, provide that guidance but I suppose just to make sure that they're on the path to what it is that they want to achieve isn't it and, and that's where I think yeah an advisor um, whether that's an accountant financial planner whatever it may be um, can really help you set the plan, but then not just set the plan and, and set you on your way, but hold you accountable and, and assist you as your life changes um, and as a strategy perhaps needs to evolve. I just wanted to throw at you um, something that gets thrown around a lot. I just wanted to, to to kind of bounce it off each other. The whole thing around money and happiness. Like often, often you know, we'll hear this stuff a lot where, you know, money doesn't make you happy. And I, look, I generally, I, I 100% agree with that in principle, that, that concept. Like money doesn't make you a happy. Cer- isn't it like a certain level though? Because if you're, yeah, I understand that. I yeah, so, so where I'm about to go yeah. is, but it, it does enable you to do the things that you want to do, doesn't it, money? Yeah. So it's a bit of a... Depends who you ask, isn't it? <laughs> like with regards to that. Yeah. Like, I mean, some people say the only people who say that are the people who don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think there's a level, isn't there? It's, like, a, hard, it's a hard one. <laughs> once you get, I mean, it, uh, most people would have experienced this where, you know, if, you, if you're sort of mid-career, like middle-aged, um, obviously the salary that you're earning at that point is quite a lot more than what you were earning when you were like a graduate. But if you look back and you, and you think about your situation when you were a graduate, you would always be saying, oh, if only I earned that little bit more money, it would be, all be a lot easier. But then as you get older, as you get more experience, as you progress through your career, you do earn more money. But unless you've got that plan in place and unless you're keeping your expenses in check, then you're never really going to get any happier as you earn more and more money, are you? Because your desires will, will change, your objectives will, will change. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there is a level where once you get beyond a certain point, I don't think it's exponential where the more and more money you get, the more and more happier you are. Yeah, it, it's an interesting one. And Nab, Nab did that great ad, the commercial series uh, a year or two ago, whenever it was, you know, about money and happiness and all that. And, and you know, the, the, the amount of money it costs to have a child, you know, for the 18 years or whatever, you know, yeah, while yeah. they're underage. And, um, but obviously, you know, it might cost you X amount, but you wouldn't, you don't care. Yeah, you wouldn't change it no, for the world. That's right. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Because you love having the children. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just find it, I find it interesting because, yeah, lo- like, like you said, maybe the people that have the money and the passive income stream say money doesn't make you happy, but you know, if they, I, I just think about me personally, and I know you're the same, Glenn, where, where you love to travel, and um, you know, I, I would, I, I would arguably maybe be not as happy if I didn't travel, and you can't, yeah, that's you can't travel with money, but it? maybe you can do different kinds of travel, I yeah. guess, yeah, everybody's different, but I mean, it, it's one of those things where I, I, I definitely agree that just having a lot of money doesn't mean you're going to be happy, not at all, and that's yeah. what I was saying. You don't want to yeah. set that objective, oh, I just want a million dollars, that'll make the world a lot better. Because I think if you have that fairly shallow objective, you're never truly going to be happy because you'll get to that million dollars and then you think, oh, is this what, is this what this feels like? Mm. I don't feel that great about it. Well, yeah. But what makes you, it happy? you exp- I think if you expand on those objectives and say, well, these are the things that I really want to achieve. And then as you achieve those things, I think that's what brings you happiness. Mm. Just having a dollar objective, I don't think 
is a great path to sort of set yourself on. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, just slightly deviating, but if you don't have, uh, I guess, th- there's other things, you know, apart from money that are more important. That if you don't have your health, but you've got all the money in the world, you can't enjoy that money. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and as we've said from the outset, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, th- there's no cookie-cutter approach. There's no one-size-fits-all. Everyone's going to be different. Um, some people need, you know, $30,000 to live a great life and be really happy. Other people, you know, need $200,000. And, and that's where you really need to take the time to understand what financial freedom, what does financial independence mean to you? Um, and, and as we were suggesting, you know, not, not that we're trying to be biased here, but I, I honestly do think that, working with someone can really help you flesh that out and that, that is the good sign of a, of a good advisor. So look, we, we hope, hope that today's discussion has been helpful and, and made you all sort of sit back and think about what financial freedom means to you and, and perhaps the path that you need to set yourself on to, to achieve those objectives. Um, so look, thanks, for, thanks again for listening this week and we look forward to chatting to you all again next week. Thanks everybody for listening again to another episode of the Money Mentors podcast. Um, if you enjoy the, the content, please do subscribe to the podcast um, via um, any good po- podcasting app. Um, once again, please check out our major sponsors website, Hewison Private Wealth. Um, so just, just search for Hewison Private Wealth online. Also check out Hewison Private Wealth's um, social media channels, Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, thanks again. We'll see you next week.